Seven, six, five, four, three, two, one. You'll never have the sacred stone. <laughs> oh, this you crazy mother. The Savachi syndrome, I'm telling you, I'm like, well, holy shit, that was crazy. What is up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of the Moto Aftermath Show presented by TLR Coatings and Liat Protection Devices. Um, we are here. I am still obviously not back in studio. We are wrapping up uh, round nine, which is uh, Atlanta. Gives us our first east-west shootout, uh, another 450 race. Um, if you want to, uh, if you want to help us out, please make sure to give us a thumbs up on the video, like, subscribe, and comment down below. Uh, make sure to follow us on all the social medias, Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, at the bottom of the screen. Um, we're on all of those under at the Moto Aftermath Show. And uh, if you want to support us, there's Amazon links in the description below. There is Teespring links to buy a t-shirt in the description below. Or you can support us by just donating on Patreon and we'll send you something um, once we... Uh, once you donate on there so uh anyway we're gonna wrap up uh like i said wrap up the atlanta round i won't take too much time here um we're gonna do uh, uh skype calls with uh with cole and justin here to get their thoughts on it so we will uh we will give them a call here and get going thanks for watching and enjoy okay so now as promised here we have on the phone first up our regular co-host former mechanic former rider hung it up and now he is sick as a dog but he's still here with us justin say what's up to everybody what's up guys yeah you sound sick i know man it sucks i blame paul brule you should probably <laughs> okay were you like making out with him or what uh no we were all hanging out at mass last night and he was super sick and uh yeah i, I don't think i believed how sick he was and i think being around him uh i got sick so good. yeah that's his fault i'm blaming him good job bud that's a hold good hold up hold up hold up hold up what i'm glad i was invited <laughs> <laughs> i'm not the one who makes the rules bro I figured you'd probably hang out with a chick. I figured maybe matt said something to you i don't fucking know no matt was he ghosted me bro Oh, dude, you take that up with Matt, bro. We were at his place, him and Ashley's place. You take that up with him, man. I, I don't make it. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. All right. And and the other guy the other guy here on the phone here, our official Liat representative, uh, Cole. Cole, you can, you, I mean, you already started talking, so we might as well just continue, but whatever. Cole, Cole's yeah, also on the yeah, line. I, I don't need Cole, no introduction. Cole Martinez? I don't need an introduction, bro. All right. Well, whatever you say, man. Whatever you say. That's that's premature. That's a hot take. Oh god. That's a hot take. All right. So now that we're now that we're past all that. Um, y'all y'all want to talk about this track last night? I mean, we were in uh, down there in the Mercedes Benz Dome in Atlanta. Had a Atlanta. Hotlanta. I mean, we had a corkscrew sand section. Uh, that was pretty much it. Outside of that, yeah, nothing, Can nothing crazy. Can we? What? Yeah, the the really? That's Atlanta for you, bro. So much, yeah. so much security in Atlanta. The racers can't get into the stadium, but somebody got into the parking and broke the window out of somebody's van. Nice. Yeah, that's an every year thing. People get their shit stolen. That's hey man, you know what? That's kind of like a Nelly. shout out Nelly. What the fuck, dude? Jesus Christ, this is going way off the tr way off the tracks here. Can you can you guys just talk anyway, about the tracks anyway. for a second? Well, let's get back on track. Um, sketchiest so track of the year so far. What'd you say? Shittiest track? Sketchiest. Oh, I was gonna say shittiest, but okay. I mean, yeah, yeah, it was kind of, it was shitty too. Man, the, okay, you know, I, I come up on here for the last few weekends and I've tried not to be critical of Dirtworks, but I even said to you guys in the group text, like right around the first qualifier and stuff, I was like, man, this track's a turd. Like, other than the beach corner and shit, and that's always one line, we know that's how it always goes in Supercross. And the whoops, which those were the gnarliest whoops we've seen in a while. Uh, yeah, there was nothing about that track that was appealing to me. We saw it, you know, other than there was some passes going on, I just, man, that, that whole 
it was just a turd. There was nothing appealing about that track. Yeah, I've seen a lot of Lee at yard sales in the whoops during practice, too, from some top guys, Brandis, Fortner. Oh, oh uh, dude. Who else, who else took a tumble in them? Um, AC didn't, went down, but I don't think it was in the whoops. Uh, Smith went down. Yep, yeah. Sexton might have. I don't know, dude. That, that, like I said, that whoops section was gnarly, but, yeah, I'm I'm going to have to say that I, I'm going to have to be critical of Dirtworks on that one. That track design was just, there. there was nothing there. I mean, once they got that 3-1 before the big triple and shit, like, that got figured out real quick, and then it was just, hey, we're going to do the same thing every lap. I mean, getting as run as it got, that separated people, obviously. But, uh, yeah, that was that that was pretty pathetic. And that's not normally the case when you go to Atlanta, as good as the dirt is. And, you know, they usually get pretty creative because the Mercedes-Benz Dome is freaking huge. But, uh, yeah, I think they're going to... They're going to take an L on that one, and I haven't listened to the interviews and the press conference, but I guess a lot of dudes were kind of saying the same thing in the press conference. They were uh, pretty disappointed with the uh, with the track. Yeah, in the yeah, press conference. One thing that. Uh... Nope, nope. You're up, Cole. Talk. Yeah, I, I did hear one thing that uh, they were trying to make the tracks a lot easier and simpler this year. Yeah, um, was a goal theirs, and uh, if that's the case, they have succeeded. That's kind of sketchy, though, man, because, like, uh, who was it? Um, was it uh, Forrest Butler? Oh, yeah, yeah, I think it was Forrest Butler was talking about this after Bagger went down to Minneapolis on that little fucking um, little step-up double situation, even though I'm pretty sure he just hit false neutral. But, uh, yeah, I get why they're doing it, and they're trying to tame these down, make it a little bit easier for, you know, the back-of-the-pack guys, the privateers and shit. But, dude, with as close as these guys are, when you start making tracks easier, it actually it makes it more dangerous because there's no separation. I mean, guys are getting more aggressive. We see more fucking people yeah, running. It just makes deep. better racing for the fans, I think. Yeah, and it does, for sure. It definitely does. I mean, even when you get the freight trading situations like we did in you know, a lot of those races last night. But at that point, when you're all within a second of each other, it, it, it makes them more dangerous when they get cookie-cutter because then guys have no choice to push the pace more than they want to or they're just going to have to settle for where they are. So... I get what they're doing with that, but uh, I don't know if I'm too much of a fan of that because uh, we're gonna, you just see more guys get hurt that way. Was anybody else super disappointed in that sand corner? Because, like, when I saw it on the track map and, like, the corkscrew with the bridge and stuff, I thought, oh, this is going to be pretty cool. Like, there will be some moves made, and then it just kind of was nothing. Well, I mean, I think we all kind of know that most of the sand corners in Supercross all do the same thing, especially when you do, like, you know, whether you want to call it a corkscrew. I looked at it more of it like a hockey puck or a hockey stick type deal, but whatever you want to call it, a 270, whatever. Um, I don't know. You, you always know how that's going to go. Everybody's going to float to the outside because they're trying not to just bury it on the end. I don't know. The sand sections always turn out the same. They always this do. one, I feel, is a little unique because it. At the end of the night, if you look at it, most of the dirt toward the end of it, the actual Georgia clay, red clay, whatever you want to call it, yep. started pushing off the tunnel jump out into the sand section. So the sand was transferring into that dark dirt, and there's a huge wall on the outside, and it got pretty nasty. Yeah, Baggett was, uh, Baggett took advantage of that. Yep, Baggett and, uh, you know, Moose and, and Webb, I think that's, one of the only spots they were making time on the track was that little section just because they were able to tweak the lines up a little bit and how gnarly it was at the end. Yeah. Um, those guys were creative with their line selection, more outdoor-oriented guys, and uh, it showed. Well, you know, now we go to a, a track this coming weekend where nobody can bitch about being one-lined. Uh, yeah, it depends on the design. One year it was just Inside, inside, inside. Have you seen the design? It looks actually pretty gnarly this year. No, I haven't seen it yet. Well, I will be live. I will be well, there. Well, yeah. yeah. Well, you know, the weather's going to be good, so uh, good, good for you. Great. Take your camera. Ready to get out a fucking issue. Take your camera. Yeah, report yeah. report for the Moto Aftermath show, bro. I will. You got my credential? Yep, yep. It'll be waiting at will call. All right. Anything else about this Atlanta track before we jump into this? Nah, good. All right. Um, I oh. like the looks. I will say that. Yeah, they were they were gnarly for sure. So, all right, cool boys. Let's uh let's jump into this uh let's jump into this 250 class then. So.
Okay, 250s here. Where you where do you boys want to start with this? Man, there was a lot. Um, it's up to you guys. It'd be a hard place to start, but uh, if you're making me pick, I would pick starting with that crazy LCQ. That was a wild LCQ. That was. There were a lot of people that crashed. Yeah, like uh, well, Jimmy D didn't make it. Well, he went down. Jimmy D, uh, Mitchell, Starling. Um, Cunningham barely made it in. Enzo Lopes didn't make it in either, did he? I don't think so. Jace Owen didn't make it. Jace Owen, yeah, dude. Owen, I think, ragged out in uh, the heat race, or that first heat race or some shit. I think he was the one dude who was on the ground. Why they had to run the with a last lap pass to put her in. Yep, Cunningham. Um, yeah, that was a, that was a wild LCQ, but we kind of knew going in that there was going to be at least three or four good dudes, whether they're top ten guys or privateers not making it in would be in the shootout and stuff. So uh, it definitely delivered. Like I said, all the way down to the last lap, Osby won it. Um, yeah, that was a that was a wild LCQ, but that's the one good thing about the shootouts is is that uh, unfortunately for for at least one good guy, in this case more than one, somebody's not going to make it in. And uh, yeah. Yeah, I was I was on the edge of my feet, especially for Jordan Bailey. Uh, he's one of my <laughs> fantasy picks, so uh, <laughs> he made it in. I, I figured he had a factory bike. He's got a, a fat salary. He, uh, he should get it in. So, bro, that star though, man, from all the way to the outside, that was uh, he almost made it work for him. Yeah, it reminded me of J Law. I was like, oh wait. Yeah, because that's the, definitely the <laughs> the exact connection. I think is is J Law and Bailey. Well, I, was, I was on a J Law fan page earlier today, and he he pulled a whole shot from the way outside like that. Oh, I know J Law did ridiculous shit. Kind of like when he uh, jumped the start at fucking Hangtown or whatever it was, and then just pulled over. Yeah, that was great. Anyways, <laughs> we could talk about J Law for an hour. That's a different podcast. Yeah, um, J Law podcast. Talk for hours. Can we can, right, can so, we get back uh, on can we get back on schedule about? here? Back on track. Can we go back to? Uh, can we do? Can we just? All right. So the LCQ was wild. Uh, yeah, yeah. I mean, we can start there too. Did anybody else think Sexton was gonna win that heat race? Had we not had the red flag? No. no you didn't think? You didn't think so? No, honestly, no. I think I'm at the point where you know I'm a Chase guy, I'm a supporter and stuff, and he's definitely. Uh, he definitely looked better this weekend than he did in Detroit. Obviously, he didn't make as many mental mistakes and stuff, but I think I'm at the point where I don't know what Chase has to do to get a win. I mean, this is two weeks in a row right now. He's put himself, even for just a heat race, just a confidence thing. Perfect situation to get a win. Like I said, even it being as small as a heat race. And he just, uh, yeah, he can't can't do it. And uh, I don't think he gets one. I don't. I do not think he gets a win this year. I think that if it's not going to be Fortin around the East, then we could talk about the West for a little bit. Of who, but I think the only other person that I can honestly think of getting a win is Justin Cooper because Jordan Smith, that wrist is bomb yeah, shit right now. Good, yeah. Dude, yeah, Smith, Smith, shit the bed, Smith shit the bed last night, period. Between crashing and everything else, like he was just... Well, like I said, though, that wrist is bomb. I mean, dude, that that's definitely the reason why he's riding like crap. Like, yeah. If that wrist wouldn't been right on it, Crash. You can see it yep. playing day right on the video. He's yep. playing it right on that thing. Yep. And I'm, what? Oh, uh, one, and the one last thing I'll think about Smith is I'll tell you this. If I'm him and I go and I shit the bed again this weekend at Daytona, which we know if his wrist is bum, it's going to be even worse. Um, Yeah, I might be thinking about shutting her down for the rest of Supercross and get ready for outdoors because, I mean, what, he's – He's fourth in the points now, and he's what? Mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't think Daytona will be as hard on his wrist as you would think. Um, just because, I remember Reed saying back in the day, Reed had that shoulder injury when he was battling for the title. Yeah. Um, and the transitions and all that stuff were actually easier on it at Daytona. The, thing is, the only reason transitions I, and the whoops, the hard whoops and stuff like that. The only reason I say that for Jordan is, is that he tends to crash, and – he crashed, you know, he crashed quite a few times in practice last year at Daytona. And that's the only reason I say that is, is that I think that if, if he's already crashed in the last two weeks in practice, I, I feel like he's probably going to crash a few more times at Daytona. And I just, I, I don't know, man. I, I think if he has a bad yeah. race at Daytona, if he gets, what, 35 out because he's 29 down right now, I think. If I'm if, if I'm red, or if I'm KTM, I'm looking at it going, yeah, I, I think we just need to shut her down. Yeah, I don't think he has a shutdown switch though either. I think he's just wired to go wide open. I do too. I do too. Right now. 
but and that and that's exactly it. I don't think that he. Yeah, I, I don't know. I I think that he's his season's already done before he even got started. I think so too. Season's over for Jordan Smith. I think. Yeah. The season is over for Jordan. Smith. Oh yeah, it's over. It's over. It's unfortunate too, but it's over. Yep. So, uh, so can we talk about can we talk about my dude now? Sure. Which guy? You got like twelve of them. Oh, uh, let let's talk about my boy AC here and uh, pretty much how he dominated, like I told you he was going to, and you were wrong on this one. So suck it right there, okay. Justin. I admit, I admit it, bro. I was wrong. Good for him. He fucking won it. He's finally pulling his head out of his ass. He wrote good. What else do you want me to say? It's kind of like with Eli last week. I admit when I'm wrong. He wrote good. You know, uh, sat back behind Fortner, and what's up? I do want to bring it to you guys' attention that uh, Fortner had, he wasn't in the right mindset all day. He said it on the press day. He was like, I- I'm here just to be points for the East. If I'm the best East guy, that's where I'm staying. And mm-hmm. I don't think he was in the right mindset the whole race. That's because he's rattled, okay, bro. You guys got by him. You're rattled, dude. Dude, he knows he can't beat those West Coast guys. He's rattled. Oh, whatever. Whatever, dude. I think those those guys got by him, and he and I hate, I never thought I'd have this coming out of my mouth, but Fortner did the smart thing and backed off and looked at the big picture. I think after AC got around him and he knew that AC was willing to push the pace to win, I honestly think that, uh, yeah, he's like, hey, I don't have him for him tonight, and I'm I'm going to let him go. I'm not saying that AC wasn't faster because obviously he was. But I think after AC got around him, Ford Norris, he's like, hey, he just wants it more tonight to me, and I'm not going to throw this championship away like I did last year just trying to prove a point. And then obviously after Dylan got around him, he really mailed it in, and he knew where Chase was, and he extended his points lead. It's not an excuse. He got beat by Dylan and AC. But I think that he did something that last year. There's nobody going to sit there and tell me that if this was last year, Fortner, that he wouldn't have crashed 10 times. Because all he would have been focused on is beating AC and for AC yep. to prove a point, and he had blown the championship. Well, he ended his point. AC didn't go down because AC was trying to. He got loose quite a few times. He got loose on the whoops, like, good three or four times. Yeah, no, so am I. Who, AC? Yeah. Yeah, he did. He was trying to prove a point as well, and, uh,. He he wouldn't say it out he wouldn't say it out loud, but he went into that race to prove that he was the best guy in the lights class right now. And I dude, he did it. Like, let's face it. Forkner had nothing for him. Forkner was rattled all day. Like you said, he was not in the right mindset because he was rattled. He knew these West guys were gonna eat him up. Because let's face it, if you look at the East versus the West Coast, the East Coast is definitely softer. Dude, there was five East Coast dudes in the top ten and five West dudes in the top ten. What the fuck are you talking about? Dude, I'm telling you, at the to- at the very and tippy top, it's softer AC on the East. AC and Frenchie went one, AC and Frenchie went one, two, and then there were three East guys, and then it was a mixture of West and East. Okay. Like, you can't yeah, sit there and tell me, you I can't sit there and tell say, me that. I do want to say the West guys did a lot better than I expected. Well, well AC and Frenchie did. Like, let's be real. Mattel, Rath, and Nichols got smoked. And RJ was, like, a non-factor the whole entire day. Like, AC and Frenchie, yes. And I think that we all kind of figured that they were going to be there. But, no, I, I, they did good. But let's be real. Like, AC and Frenchie were the cream of the, clo- the cream of the crop. And other than that, the West dudes, like, they, they got smoked. It was those two, and then it was everybody else. Yeah, true. Well, I saw Mattel Rath race, and I thought he was going to be a little better off. And he got smoked. And, and uh, you know, I thought Shane was going to get second. But he got smoked. And Nichols, I thought with the way he was riding in practice, that him and Frenchie, if they got starts. So, yeah, I, I don't want to hear this, oh, the, the East is soft. Like, yes, AC and Frenchie went one-two. But if you look at the rest of it, there's there's no – literally facts prove that that statement is wrong. Like, that's not true at all. Now, if the West dudes would have, like, six dudes in the top ten or seven – then fine, you could make that statement. But Cooper was in there, Davalos was in there, Sexton was in there, Fortner was in there. I mean, no, dude, that that's that's completely false. That's completely uh, dude, false. Jacob Hayes was up in there for a while. I don't know what happened to him. You yeah. think he just went out either? I don't know. I I don't know. I think I think he faded. I think he faded to where he was supposed to be as far as like what we've seen this year. Like he's a top five dude, but when in the West, but when you mix the East and the West together. I mean, obviously, like you're saying, we have a good mixture of East and West guys through the top 10. They're 5-5, five and five, so he was 11th. So, I mean, he basically got right where he should have been, in my opinion. So, 
And then you also got to think about that the East was down a guy in Mitchell Oldenburg. Oldenburg didn't even race last night. Is he hurt again? I didn't even... No, I don't, honestly, I don't know because he rode free practice and nobody said anything about him crashing, so he might have got hurt. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know if that happened, whatever. But you got to think, like, Mitchell Oldenburg, East is down one, dude. If Mitchell Oldenburg's out there, I mean, you can honestly say with his speed, if he gets a start, he's top 10. So, I don't know. And then Jimmy D didn't make it in, so that's one way. I don't know. But I just, I think that it, it, AC and Frenchie proved last night that they were the fastest on that night. But I think this whole one post is better than the other. I think that what last night proved, it's pretty freaking even. Okay, so what if we go to Vegas then on the next shootout and AC and Ferendis fucking dominate again? Then what? Okay, so what happens if we go? Uh, we can play the what if game, and what if we go to Vegas and they don't? Jeremy Martin in the East dominated the first East West shootout last year. Okay, so in that so in that case, then you're then you're correct. Like it, the coasts are pretty even. If that's not the case, and we split all the way down, say we go five and five in the top ten again in Vegas. But if we go to Vegas and you have those two dominate the top two spots again on the podium, I mean, then do we just say that the tippity yeah, it, top of the of yeah. the West Coast was way better than the than the tip? Because I mean, dude, they didn't just win or they didn't just beat Forkner. Like they dropped him. Like Ferendis was within four seconds well, of AC, and then and Forkner was eleven seconds back. Like they dropped him, dude. Like they dropped Sexton. They dropped AC, Cooper. AC they dropped did. them. AC did, but after, like, like we just talked about, that after AC got around Fortner, Fortner mailed it in. I think that if Fortner would have tried to... Frenchie gets around him. I can't say for certain. But with AC thing, yes. But then also you got to think about it. What, we talk, just talked about Jordan Smith. Jordan Smith wasn't 100%. So what happens if Jordan Smith comes into last night like he was 100% in Minneapolis? Like, I just, I don't believe that the West is deeper than the East. I think that the top two guys in the West our Frenchie and AC, and they proved they were better. But I'm going to sit here and tell you, Sexton, Cooper, Fortner, Smith, Oldenburg, I mean, who do you got? You got McElrath and Nichols and RJ, and other than that, like, let's be real. Like, Moseman was the next best guy. A lot of what if. Yeah, it's a lot of what if. And it's two races, and it doesn't prove anything. But, yeah, you know what? If we go to Vegas and those two are out front again, then fine. You can say that the top of the West is better than the East. But what happens if we go there and fucking Chase Sexton and Justin Cooper go one two? Well, th then again, then it just then it just proves your point that, like, it's fairly even across the, top, the tippity top of both coasts, so. Which I think it is. And Vegas, I don't think, is a good indicator because I think by Vegas, I think we're going to already have our champion. What's that? A lot of guys are mailing it in for outdoors at Vegas. I know. And, and let's be real, I think that I think both championships are going to be locked up by then, but that's just me. What are you guys' thoughts? Let me ask you this. What are you guys' thoughts, because I heard this brought up too, that they do three East-West shootouts um, and three three triple crowns with them, and that kind of like determines which coast is better in that sense. You know what I mean? Or hell, even even just three east west even just three east west shootouts. Period. I'll let you go first on that one, Cole, because I they should just that. have the east west shootout at A one. <laughs> That'd be interesting. Start the year out with east west shootout at A one, and then go from there. And then have another one after both coasts have done like three or four rounds. Yep, I'm still on board of having the east west shootout at Daytona, but that's just me. That would be cool. Somebody somebody did bring it up on Race Day Live yesterday, though, about doing the East-West shootout with uh, at one of the Triple Crowns, and I was like, yeah, that would be that would be cool. Yeah, but that, that yeah, that also could backfire real freaking quick. That could that yeah, that might be real bad real quick if you do an East-West shootout at the Triple Crown. I don't know, man. I think those Triple Crown races, there's going to be more coming sooner rather than later. So. I don't know, man. From everything that's up in Mathis and JT, it sounds like now we're getting more to the point that they're getting a lot of pushback from the teams. And the teams, you know, they were up and down about it last year, but now it sounds like they're really up and down about it. Yeah, they just so. got to do some fine-tuning, I think, with it. Turnaround time, yeah. um, main leg. Um, yeah, just some fine-tuning. Yeah. I think if they really want to piss people off and make it hard, do a triple crown at Daytona, bro. Dude, I honestly heard, and I can't remember if it was on Blair's show, somebody was saying 
that he had heard. Now, once again, this is a speculation thing, but he had heard that the rumor was that there was a possibility that the East-West shootout was going to be at Daytona next year, one of them. Uh, Make it a triple crown, too. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Now you're trying to fucking kill people. Yeah, I know. That would not be good. That would not be good. I mean, you'd literally have, like, five dudes left at the end of that third main. Yeah, no shit. All right. But, so, but, uh, but, you know, I do want to mention something. What? You guys are ready for it. We're going to go back to the, the 250 main. Oh, boy. Okay. You guys ready? Sure. Never. I think you are. I'm never ready, but let's go. Let's hear this Liat low-key ride here. Liat low-key ride. Mm. Those two. Uh-huh. Archery. Yeah, I can see that. You rode good. Goes to who? You rode well, you rode solid, and you was about the same spot the whole time. Brandon Hart, Trump, Hart, Trump. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah, 10th. I thought you were going to say Mosman, to be honest with you, that night. Ah, both of those guys. Both of those guys. Mosman are slowly impressing me every freaking time he rides. Yep. There are two for this week. We got two low-key rides. Okay, so I think that that kind of summed it up. I mean, I think there's a lot more to talk about in the 450 class. But uh, question. So uh, I think I kind of know what both of you guys are going to say, but uh, after four rounds in the East, and what is this, rounds, that would have been six for the West, um, are we pretty confident that uh, AC and Fortner have these championships wrapped up? Yeah. Like, are we thinking they wrap it up a round early, or what are we thinking? It could be. Uh, they got pretty big points, leads. Okay. <laughs> One at a time. Cole, will go first. How many points is for in effect? Fifteen. Fifteen. And Cooper is eighteen back on Fortner. Man. Um, man, those guys are both so prone to that one devastating race. Okay. Man, I don't know. If all goes how it's going right now, then yes. Okay, better question then. Better question then. Go ahead. But looking back at history, yeah, those guys have make one mistake. They've blown it. They've done something stupid. I think 15 and 18 points is close enough to where if they do have a shitty round, then it's going to get really interesting quick. All right. Well, I know what Travis is going to say about AC, and I think even reluctantly with Fortner, I think he realizes that nobody's close to him. Uh, better question then. <laughs> Uh, well, let's be real. Like, okay, I'm not talking about AC and Frenchie. I'm talking about people in the East. Like, Fortner's proved now through fucking four rounds that nobody's on his level in the East Coast. Um, how many more wins do AC and Fortner get? Because, dude, if like I told you, if Fortner wins Daytona and AC wins in, what's the next race, Seattle in two weeks or three weeks or whatever it is, like, I don't know about AC because I can still see Fortner or Frenchie getting in there, getting a win. But, dude, they just might do the impossible and just win the rest of the races. Like, I, I think we're at the point now that we can kind of say that we know they're the top guys on both coasts. Like, what do you guys think about that? Do you think I'm, like, over like being over the top on that? Or is that, you like, think they win out? I think, honestly, I think if Fortner wins Daytona, I think he wins out. As for AC, I think if he wins in Denver, I think the only other race that he possibly could lose it is the Triple Crown in Houston. But other than that, I could see it. I really could. I mean, I think we're at that point, as, hard, as shitty as it is to say that, I, I don't know, man. I, we might see a pro circuit sweep now because, uh, I don't know. I'm, I'm uh, not, what do you guys think? I'm not as sure on AC winning out, um, strictly because he's— So you can see the triple crown being the issue? Um, maybe not even that. Maybe he has another one that he's, he, does, he isn't feeling so much, and he ends up, you know, third or something. Uh, For okay. Forkner, yes, I will agree with you that I see him pretty much winning out unless, uh, other than maybe Daytona here. Um, Daytona is the place maybe I could see like Sexton or Cooper beating him. Um, but outside of that, yeah, I see him pretty much winning the rest of these out. So, yeah. yeah if he wins, he does. The only other thing, Carmichael's the only other person to win every race. Yep. But does he? He doesn't. Does he really count it winning every race since he didn't win the shootout here? Yeah, because that's a combined race. Yeah. Okay. All right. 
Well, then in that case, if you're yes. talking about just East Coast, if you're talking about just East Coast races, because they did the same thing with Carmichael. Yeah. Okay. All right. Well, that's fine then. So yeah. Um, but yeah, yeah, no, I think I think they both pretty much have these titles well in hand here. Oh yeah, that's yeah, about time, Pro Circuit one. Yeah, they're definitely the favorites. Um, yeah, I think yeah, I think they pretty much both have. They are the guys. I'll say this: I think I think Frenchie has a better shot at winning a a main than anybody else on the East has a shot at beating Fortner. I'll just say that. Because I don't know what's going on with Mikel Rath, and Nichols is kind of, he's not hurt and he's not riding bad, but he doesn't look like he has the intensity that he did. And, you know, even 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 though it was a mud race, like, first he's only one. As for the East, yeah, I, I just I don't see anybody beating. Like, Fortner's put in the bend in enough positions now that he's proved that it doesn't matter what those guys do. Like, he's just better than them. So, yeah, I, I think these, the, other than the Triple Crown and Daytona this weekend, like, he's the rest of the 250 races might be get pretty boring here pretty quickly. Maybe. Now, I think the issue with Nichols that you touched on, I think this is the the first season that he's made it this far in, right? I think uh, maybe he's realized yes. that it's a little harder than... Yes, because even outdoors. Yeah. Even outdoors, he usually gets hurt and misses a round or two. Yeah. I mean, he's I'm still not pretty good. He's, he's forcing the point, so I'm not trying to dog him or anything, but, like, it's just... Yeah, he's... he's kind of leveling off a little bit and maybe he gets one more good ride you know but yeah I, he's probably gonna be third and fourth in the points at the end of the season yep so thank you all right well sitting the 450 class all right we're moving on 450s Okay, so 450s here. Of course, I don't have the results pulled up because I'm awesome at this. Uh, but, I, I mean, do, we, do we really need results? Cooper Webb's winning this title, right? <laughs> well, we, okay, we, got, we can't just go right into that. we got to talk about some different things. Okay, what, hold on. Let me, let me find, let me find, let me find something like... juicy here. Let me find something juicy here. Um, okay. Oh, yeah, let me find oh, something juicy. What do you, uh, uh, okay, I'll give you guys, I'll give you guys a juicy choice here. Michael Lessie okay. or Zach Osborne? Can we talk about both? Sure, let's, let's start with Zach He was 22nd. Yeah, Zach, though, well, let's start with Zach though. Zach Osborne's a good You guys can just suck my balls. How's that sound? Travis, dude, like, why are you going to admit that your boy's a dud? Dude, we haven't really... He's only been in for three rounds. He's been in for three rounds and finished one of them. Hey, when are you going to change your name to Travo? Like, for real, bro. I don't know how much more you want to see, dude. Um, I want to see him him get healthy and come out healthy, not come out hurt. Oh, please. Whatever, dude. Like, he is who he is now. This is who he is in the 450 class. Okay. Yeah, right. All right. He had a 250 career. He won three titles, but now he's a dud. Bro, he caught Hill, and he couldn't make – he couldn't close the gap on Hill. Hill pulled away from him, and then whatever happened, happened. Yeah, well, I, you know, Hill is not a good thing to compare to because Hill has really been shitting the bed also, so, you know, it's, That's whatever. That's kind of my point. That's kind of my point. Hill's been shitting the bed, so if Zacho can't catch Hill, he's shitting the bed worse. <laughs> he's diarrhea in the bed. Like, bro, like, I don't know what you got. I don't I don't know what you want to see. Like, maybe he has one good ride the rest of the season, but, dude, he crashes all the time. He hits the deck. He's good in practice, which we all kind of – even I said that I figured he'd have – I figure he at least has one, one top of the pole by the end of the season. But, bro, he hits the deck, and that's the end of it. Like, this is who he's going to be now. He's okay. All right. Well, you know, you also called him Snack Pack and moved him all, all the way over to Europe, and then he came back and won three titles. So... Yeah, he came back, and it took him another four to six Here years. Here we go. After he got back. I don't want to hear it, dude. Here we go. We're not go. anymore. We're... We're not on the. You got to stop using that as an, as an excuse, man. You got to stop using that as an example. Nobody cares anymore what he did in the 250 class. You're in the big boy class now, and your competitors are whooping your ass. All right. Well, that's that guy great. On the 17 Cali. What? What'd you say? What'd you say? Oh, cool. 
yeah, that number 17 Collie that you said, oh, yeah, he's not even going to be close to Zacho. Yeah, no, bro. Zacho's not on his level at all. All right. Whatever you say. So I don't I don't know how much you got to see. Like, if you're just going to be in denial and tell, like, Zacho, you're just going to keep holding on. Like, yeah, man, he might finally turn it around. And we're two years down the road. He might finally turn it around. No, dude. This is who he is. He might have one good ride for the rest of the season, but this is who he is. All right. He what, what, whatever you say, man. Whatever you say. Let's get well, off that I mean, train. You know, I... Let's get off that right, train, and when it when the train is rolling again, and I'm rubbing your nose in it, no then we'll talk more about rolling. it. It's not rolling. It's not gonna happen. Okay. All right. Gonna, okay. All right. Uh, what, whatever yeah, you I say. That, I see that train rolling for one round, but never consistently. Yeah, it's, that's it. It's not gonna happen, dude. Just let it go. You if, got a better shot of AC freaking winning all of outdoors before Zach approves anything on the 450. I think Ronnie Board will make a main before yeah. this one wins. Yes. Yes, exactly. I could completely see that. Okay, sure. Whatever you whatever whatever you guys say. All right, let's move on. Michael Lessie off the couch, sixteenth. Um holding people up in the whoops. Holding people up in the whoops as per normal. Everybody up, dude. That dude is the worst lapper ever. Oh, <laughs> like I don't get it. Well, you know, I think it's because he's just gotten he's ridden outdoors the last couple of years, so he's not used to getting lapped anymore. So like he doesn't know like etiquette. Dude. He's been like that his whole career. Oh, I know, man. But, like, that's like, just, Is he you know, colorblind? Does he not see the blue flag? Does he think it's gray? Like, what's the fucking deal? Bro, he had, like, a flashback when, like, Baggett was behind him, and he's like, dude, I, I just, I can't let this guy beat me. Like, it, it just can't happen. <laughs> his fucking deal is he's he, 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 my ass when I get back to the rig. Gotta, I gotta run. <laughs> I gotta hold him up for, like, a good four seconds. Do it for Tony. Do it for Tony. Do it for Tony. Do it for Jeff. Do it for Jeff. Where's RV at, damn it? Dude, we could bring What's RV up? back. No, and I, will get, I will give Alessi some credit. Coming back I didn't think he was going to make the main. I didn't think so either. I didn't think he was going to make the main. So I, I will agree. I'll give him some credit, and I think that he will be good at Daytona this weekend, and then that'll be it. Yeah, I do think he'll... Uh, he did pull out a good start somehow. <laughs> yeah, somehow. Somehow he just held it on and snuck into the top five there. Don't understand it. It's like, dude, it's like he just automatically figured out a star. He's never been good at stars. I mean, what the hell? Jesus. Oh, okay. Let's settle down. <sighs> oh, that was dark Adam to the next level. He... I don't know. <laughs> but I, did, I didn't know how his starts would be on the steel grate. Yeah, well, I mean, probably. Probably been practicing him in California or wherever he's been in Florida. I don't know. Yeah, wherever he's been. Uh, yeah, whatever. Add some more adversity, something to talk about in the store. Yeah, yeah. Well, Definitely gave us something to look at. Really can talk about is that he was just there. Yeah, he was there. He made the main. It's a good for him. It's cool. I mean, if he makes the next three, because I think he's only doing three more, then I mean, good for him. You know. I mean, he should. This was the guy that came to believe the hype shirts on his back. Oh, I remember, man. I was. <laughs> I, I remember believe the hype, believe the hype. Do you have one of those t-shirts? But, oh, my God, like, how the roles have reversed. I know, right? <laughs> <laughs> I like Tony, though. Oh, God. All right. You're let's off the shelf. Let, let's move on from uh, from one person who's in the way to another who's in the way. How about Chad Reed? Um, oh, it, that's, dude. People are going to be pissed off at you for saying that. I don't give a shit. He was in the way in that fucking heat race. Get over it. Yeah, like, man. dude, you it's know, cool that he came out last week. Like and he, Joey Savachi did. Savachi did. Doesn't matter. He was still Savachi in the came fucking out way. Of nowhere. He split over the triple. That is true. Savachi he did like, make a fucking power move on them, like a power yeah, move. He's like, he's sitting back there going, Eli, what are you doing, bro? Just fucking running in on him, and he's just like, I got, I don't have time for this. And then he yeah, just, Eli, like, Eli's dad must have been at the semi. Like, respect your elders, Eli. Respect dude, your elders. Eli got That's shook shit. after Chad took him out. Eli got shook, and it, shoot, it was, it was the end of it. Just While we're on the shot. topic of Chad Reed, I want to point something out that pisses me off a little bit. Jeff, okay. Chad Reed is great. Chad Reed is Chad Reed. He got his podium last week. Whatever. He's the old guy. Yeah. What about Justin Brayton? He shits all over Chad Reed. Every I know, and he's only two years younger than him, too. So, like, right. yeah, no, I get what you're saying. Uh, so, that's got to fuel Brayton up a little bit. They're talking, they're just... Well, well, yeah, balls all the way through the all the way through the heat race and Justin how Brayton. old were you when how old were you when Chad got his first 
main event win or podium or whatever, asking all of them on fucking press. Yeah, I know. Like, if I'm rating, I'm just like, well, I'm whooping your ass, so that's okay. Yep, exactly. Justin, how old uh, When Chad got his first podium? Yeah. When was Chad's first podium? Oh, three? Three. Uh, I would have been, depending on when in oh, three, I'd have been 12 or 12 turning 13, I think. Uh, I think I was eight years old. Okay. What a youngin. So, yeah, anyways. Um, let's, uh, let's, let's talk about the, uh, the other, well, we just kind of touched on him, the disappointment, the other disappointment. And number three, Kawasaki, man. Dude. Like, bro. Oh, oh, seriously. I knew it was coming. Seriously. Shit, shit, like, shit in the bed. What yeah. the hell? Like, oh my God, destroy, he just, he killed everybody. It's, he's back. He's back. He's back. And then he's not back. I don't know, dude. I just, I thought he was on HGH. I think maybe they drug tested him and he had to get off it for a while and then he was back on it for Detroit. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Dude, how is it that you, dude, if you don't get lit up in the comments this week, I'm be super upset. <laughs> Seriously, dude, though. That's like cycling world, the biggest doping sport there is. Oh, I know. Seriously, though, like, Those okay. Bakers. Yeah. You know, it's kind of like a Brock Tickle. Um, and me and Matt were talking about this. Are we just at the point that this is like, this is this is Eli, man. Like, I know that we know this is who he's been, but I think people just need to get to it. Like, this is just who he is. Because he hasn't had the complete meltdown this year, but yet he still only has two wins, and he's 22 points back now. Like, I mean, just, it, it's over with. It, it's over with, right? the back injury, the preseason back injury. Oh, no, dude, he's fine, man. Remember, he went engaged. Like, this is, he's going engage mode, and, like, this is, there's not the back injury. And now when, does, when, does he start, when does he start claiming that again? Well, I mean, all his fans already have, so why not? So, uh, are, are we, is, is, is he done? Like, are we in agreement? Like, what do you think, Travis? Is he, is he, well, done? is the championship over? Is the championship over with? No, no we're asking you, Travis. Yeah, we're asking you. All right, hold on, I got it now. All right, so you want, you. I think Eli needs to recharge his batteries. Dude, he needs to do something. Maybe he needs to get rid of his girlfriend. Dude, something, man. Maybe that. Who has been hanging out with his girlfriend or something? Oh my gosh. Okay, okay. Let's let's no, tone that right. down. Is, uh, but is this championship um is this championship over with? Twenty two points back. It's over. Rounds to go. For to- is it done for Tomac? Right. Uh, dude, it has to be yeah, done. Twenty two points back with eight rounds to go. It has it has to be done. He hasn't he, he hasn't he, gotten he, anything going. So it, I mean, like, for him, it, it for him, it just has to be done. Like, there's no other point to it. It just has to be done here at this point because at this point in the last two years, he would have had what four, five, six wins ra- racked no, up already. I think, yeah, I think he had what six wins by this time last year. Six? No, five. Same on his coop. Five wins by now last time last year. Something like that. So so yeah, I would say it's probably two. off the table for him. I mean, it's not the worst deficit we've ever seen for him, but considering the fact he can't year, get any more. This this year this is year different, is different yeah. So because people were bringing that up about Dungey in seventeen, they were like, "Well, you know, Eli was like whatever it was, eight rounds to go around Daytona with this and this back." And okay, fine, he didn't win the championship either, but that was different. Like that was completely different to the situation. And yeah, I mean, dude, I, I don't know. Like at this point, Eli, like, just better hope that Denver, Seattle, and Nashville are all mud races because yeah, he's uh. I don't know, dude. Like, at this point, the only race that I could see him having the best shot to win is Daytona this weekend. Other than that, there's nothing that he has shown me, and I don't want people to say Detroit. There's nothing that he has shown me that's proven that anything is different than it was at the beginning of the season. I mean, dude, if he keeps running like this, he might not even get top three in the points. Oh, yeah. No, I, I, and, I and, yep. And what's the excuse going to be now? Like, what, what is it going to be? Like, is it going to be like Cole talked about, the back? What are, what are gonna people going to say? Because this year is different. Last year, you could be like, well, he got hurt in the season. You know, he had bike issues. Yeah, they don't have that to lean on anymore. So what are we going to – what's what's the issue going to be this year? It's got it's got to uh, be – the people are going to point to the back or the bike, one of the two. Well, they're fucking stupid if they do. <laughs> you just need to admit that he uh, needs to get off the big green machine. And go by the end. Well, I mean, dude, he's never going to win a Supercross championship, and you know, uh, so that's that's is what it is there. At this point, no, because he's on he's on the downslope of his career. 
Okay, and and I, I guess I was gonna wait till we talked about Kenny because I guess we can go to him next. But like, are we kind of at the point now that you know we? I think we talked about this. Like Kenny and Eli have always been kind of perceived as the top dogs since RV and Dunge retired. Are we kind of at the point now that like even though there's you know other than Kenny, but like they've won races, you know they're still up there. So we got a kind of a changing of the guard that they're not. They're not leaps and bounds better than these guys anymore, right? I yeah, think. That point. I think Kenny's got. I think Kenny's got bike setup problems. To be real honest with you, I don't think he's comfortable. Well, I guess we could get into it. Uh, you're going with that. I think we're at the point that this is what Kenny is now. I think that when he's not feeling it, he's not going to push it. I think this is where we're yeah. at with Kenny these days. I mean, the other think, yeah, people are just waiting for Kenny to to break out of those arm injuries and stuff, and he's just going to have that load, man. Like, I, I, he's proven that he can, like, his last two, the two ch- chances he's had to win, like, has just pulled some Houdini shit. But I think we're at the point that Kenny's gotten hurt so much that if he's not feeling it, he's he's not going to push the pace. Like, it's not worth it anymore. And I, I think that we need to accept, because all three of us on this phone call are, are Kenny fans, we need to accept that this is who Kenny is now. Like, Kenny, 16 Kenny, as much as I hate to say it, is never coming back like that guy is, is gone like the ability to win isn't gone but that whole what was it millville 16 yeah full package is not anymore yeah that millville 16 second moto where he came from like 35th to first and three laps that's that's no more that's not happening ever again no no or the first two years the, the first two rounds before he blew his arm out yeah like, like that that's just gone so like I know we got eight rounds to go, but do do we think he gets a win? He's got him, man. But where would it be though? What in your guys' opinion? What what whoever wants to go first? What track would be the best? I mean, I know this is different for Supercross, but we got to think about we're going back to the West Coast, we're going back outdoors. Like, I don't think it's Daytona this weekend. No, I'm personally I'm personally going to say the Triple Crown is still his best shot if he gets a start, but that's just me. Yeah, I agree with that. I I've always looked for him to deliver at Daytona, and he's never delivered how I thought he was going to. No, I completely agree. What about you, Travis? Uh, man, I don't know. I think Houston. Yeah, I think like you said, I think the Triple Crown's still his best shot to get one. Um, but I'm still on the I'm still on the train with him that it's bike setup. I mean, they said it obviously in pr- the practice thing and in the in, during the night show that he's got his old suspension guy there with his dad um which again just leads me to believe that okay all of a sudden now here we're having bike issues and you don't feel comfy which we know he was like sick last week for detroit so that's why that's why we kind of figured detroit didn't go great and the rest of the year has been kind of going okay but now it's kind of like he's teetering off a little bit and he's not even like making podiums so it's like okay is is the bike really that uncomfortable for you and then the other thought that keeps crossing my mind is something I think I've heard Weege say multiple times. Is he just like, I just want to make it through the series, get a result, and then we'll come back and we'll try to actually win one, like, the next few years here, you know? The, the problem with that theory is, though, and, and I think that I would have thought that last year, the problem with that theory is is that, okay, he's only 24, maybe, I think he turns 25 this year, maybe I'm wrong. Yeah. You can't really do that anymore, though, because, like, with this whole resurgence of Coop coming up, Agate finding his form again, you know, Marvin, Eli, whatever, and then these 250 dudes moving up, like, I don't think you can wait on doing that anymore because, like we just talked about, that explosiveness of Kenny, that's gone. Like, so I get what he's what – and it's kind of like my point, and I think where he is just now mentally. I don't think you can do that because I don't think it's going to get any easier next year. I don't. I don't think it's going to be easier because – if AC moves up, if Mikel Rath moves up, you know, I, I don't know who else would be moving up next year. Those are the two main names. That's not going to make it any easier. Like, I'm not saying those guys are on Kenny's level, but let's be real. That just adds two more dudes that could get top fives. Right, right. So, like, I I, I think I agree with Weege a little bit, but, dude, like, at some point, he's got to get this done. And I'll go so far as to say, if he doesn't get a win in the next three rounds, I don't think he wins. I don't think he gets a win this year. That would be crazy because no one out. He hasn't been 100 percent physically. Uh, yeah, like with the flu and all that kind of stuff too. So I am going to give him the benefit of the doubt here for, you know, maybe one more round. Yeah, but if he doesn't return back to form after Daytona when they go, what's after Daytona? Denver or whatever? It's uh, Indy. Indy's after. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. Well, I'm going to that. I should know that. But uh, <laughs> um, yeah. If he if he doesn't return to 
normal form by that time, then, yeah, I, I don't see him getting a win. I mean, and as much as I hate to say it because I like Kenny, but yep, I just, I just got to be a realist instead of a guardler. Can we all be trying to can we uh, do we all believe that if AP does a nice front end in that beach corner that he doesn't get around AP last night? Oh yeah, no. If he if AP doesn't crash, Kenny Kenny's fifth place. The low key rides AP. Yes, dude, you wrote good. That was the first time it looked like two fifty Aaron Plessinger from last year. Yep. Dude, his look yeah. was good, which we know. But, yeah, no, he looked good. Yep. He did look good. He did look good. And um, I think lap times here, too. Um, yeah. Poop obliterated everybody. Poop ran 47-4. Yep. 47-6 for Baggett. 47-5 for Moosecan. A 48-1 for Penn. And Eli was a 48-3. Eli was a 48-3. 48-4. So he was a second off Poop's fastest lap time. Right. And then uh, Ken Rockson, man, a 48, still squeezed in a fourth. So um, looking at his lap times, I don't, yeah, he wouldn't have got around Pope here, I don't think, just based yeah, on lap times. I, I don't know, man. Like, AP real good. And, and uh, like I said, I, I think this is where we are with Kenny and stuff. And, um, yeah, I don't know. And, and the KTM's like, Jesus, dude. This whole, this whole KTM 1 2 3 thing is real old yeah it is that's why i went and bought one bro so okay so so marv is just so so marv is marv, just marv is just a podium guy baggett's an occasional podium guy who we have no idea why he's on the podium one weekend and the next weekend he doesn't finish the race you think what i think marv had the speed to win that last night I think he did have the speed to win. I just think that Coop is at this point where he just has everything under control and you can't rattle him. Yeah, yeah. so I'll, I'll get into that when we get to Webb. But um, Moosehan, you got anything important to say about him or he was just kind of there? Um, I think that Marv is slowly getting better in my opinion, and I think Daytona will be pretty good. Because, I mean, we all kind of could say that maybe if Marv doesn't do what he did last year and fucking get loose, he'd maybe win Daytona. But, I mean, Marv, I think he's going to... Okay, I'll say this, and it just pains me to say this. I give Marv a better shot at getting a win this year for the rest of the year than I do Kenny. And that is super yeah. sad for me to say. I don't, dis- I don't disagree with you. That's that's on but, point. Yeah, exa- exactly. So it's kind of like, yeah, at least with Marv, he, he looks like there's intensity there. With Kenny, you're just kind of like waiting and waiting and waiting, and it just never happens. Yep. Um... Okay, let's just let's just since we're going a little longer than I want to here, let's just wrap this up here with Webb. Uh, Webb's winning this title here. Yeah, nobody's on his level right now. Let's be real. Yeah, I do want to point something out about Webb that I thought was impressive. Um, I don't know if you guys caught this or had this throughout process or not, but uh, when those guys started getting up to his back wheel, mm-hmm. he would pull it back out, um, and yep. then he would kind of slow down a little bit, dog those guys, get his heart rate down for a lap or two, let him catch back up. Yep. Um, and then he pull it back out again. Um, Dude. So he was managing that race and had it under control of the whole thing, in my opinion. If you're able to do that, then that's that's game over, man. He's he's dude. He right now he is doing what Eli should have been doing the last two years and winning and being consistent. And yeah, man. What like I said, we got like eight rounds to go. I'm gonna be real with you guys. I think Coop might win four or five of the next eight. I don't think anybody's on his level. Now we can talk about speed being different, but none of those other guys have really showed me anything that show me that when they're on their best day, that they're matching Coop. I just don't see it. Nope, not at all. You know, no. So, he, uh, yeah, he's on. He's on the tickle juice. This is <laughs> well. This is the Cooper. This is the Cooper Webb we all thought was coming out of the two fifties. It just took him a couple of years to get like, there. You got thirteen on Kenny. I think it's seventeen on Marv and twenty-two on Eli. I mean, realistically, he could have shit races for the rest of the year and still win this title. Yep. Yeah, you can. You can go fifth and third and second. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I, I guess that's all there is. I guess we might as well just get into picks for Daytona. Um. Better it, Peter Chip. Go guys. Yeah, make it happen. Okay. Uh, I'm gonna say. Uh, I'm gonna say Sexton wins Daytona. Yeah. 
Okay. Hot take. Um, dude, and uh, you know what? I'm gonna go. I'm gonna give Baggett his second win of the win of the year. Okay. All right. What are you gonna go with? Okay. Go. Go ahead, Colts. I think we're kind of on the same wavelength. Do you think Baggett and 450? Just who wins two fifties? Bagging on 450, bro. Okay. Bagging the 450s. Uh, I really, really thought he was gonna win last night just because of his 10 minute charges that he does. Mm-hmm. Um, and I texted you guys that I said Baggett is winning this race, and I ate for I looked like an idiot. <laughs> but okay. uh, Daytona, I think he can. Man, just with this with this new web, I don't know. We don't. It's all unpredictable with this new web. We haven't seen web run good at Daytona ever. Web might get the whole shot, though. It's just Gap. Who's that? Web might just get the whole shot, bro, and Gap, though. Yeah, whatever. Tomac, you can't count him out at Daytona. Um, I'm at the point right now that I can't. I I don't have anything. I know. It it pains me not to say Tomac, but I just can't right now. Uh, Okay, so go ahead. I'm going to go bag it. And then my 250 pick... um, just out of spite for Fortner because I don't like mm-hmm. the guy. Mm-hmm. Justin Cooper. I could see that. I could see that. Um, I'm just gonna go Fortner and Baggett. I think Fortner is a clear, the top of the class, and I think that Baggett. Yeah, I think he gets his second win this year because I called him to win Daytona like two years in a row, and now it's different. He's resur- You know, he's got a little bit of resurgence going on. I think that it's gonna fit him. Um, now I will say this. I think that. We all kind of know that Eli would be – he's probably going to be the consensus pick for this weekend. I don't care how good Eli is at Daytona. I think with the way Coop and, and Baggett is riding, can't really talk about Marvin Kenny. I don't think Eli is going to be able to – I think he thinks he can come from like 15th, kind of like he did last year, and he almost won it. I don't think and, he can do that. I don't think he does that. Because I think that if Coop and Baggett get a start, I think they pull away from everybody. Yeah, I do want you guys to uh, keep your eye on one guy. He always does kind of decent in Daytona. I'm just thinking mm-hmm. the one he came out as a rookie ride on the 2-2 Motorsports Cowie. Oh, Dino? Dean Wilson. Um, yeah, he's going to Daytona. I think after seeing what he did at Detroit, and he may not have looked that good on paper for this eighth place this week. But I don't know if his training program and all that, he's starting to peak a little bit. He doesn't have all the other BS to worry about. Um, I'm looking for him to have a breakout ride. I think AP rides a good Daytona. I think AP rides a good Daytona. I think he does. I think he does good there. Don't you think AP as well? Yeah. But uh, I will I will give a shout-out, I guess, before we wrap up the show. Uh, look for the, uh, the Lee, and I'll call it Lee at low-key ride before it even happens. The boy Ryan Snipes in that 250 class. Who? Okay. Ryan Sykes, bro. He's racing 250 class this weekend. Ooh, yeah, boy. Dude, look for that 3.5 helmet on him, the 5.5 gear. Oh, oh boy. Here we go. go. Here we go. That top 10. Okay. Sykes is on my fantasy team, Stampin'. Oh, for sure, dude. Red Bull KTM 264, Liat. Liat Lit Kit. Hopefully not a Liat Yard sale. All right. A- anybody anybody got anything else productive to talk about here before we wrap this up? Uh, Tom Hill uh-huh. was down by 28 points after this weekend. Okay. Cole, um, any, any last thoughts from you? I'm going to be enjoying the sunshine live and in person. You will. It is super nice down here, although it's supposed to get colder down here. Like, two, like I'm down here right now. It's like 87 and sunny. But by Tuesday, it's supposed to be like a high of 71. So. Oh, my God. You're not even going? What? You're not even going? No, dude. I'm coming back home on Tuesday. Jesus, 71, man. That's just just terrible. You know, we're going to be 10 degrees tomorrow. Just 71. Yeah. I can't take it. You flying into Grand Rapids? No, dude. I fly into Kalamazoo. Are you going to meet him there? Thought maybe I'd see you at Grand Rapids, bro. Nope. Sorry, bud. Gonna hang out? Maybe. Have a meeting without you. Talk about the show. Oh, meeting? A meeting yeah, for what? We, talk, we got a we business to talk. Yeah, dude. Oh, okay. Yes. Okay, guys. Sure. Yeah. We, we got lots we got of business to, like, to talk to. Like, to. Like, 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 comment below. Like, comment, subscribe. Would you guys like a uh, Moto Aftermath discount code? 
Would you guys? Do you, do you want? Like, do you want cold autograph? Do you, do you want? Like, autograph? Yeah. Would you like some Justin merch that say who has the best bikes? Yeah, KTM eighty five. Or would you like us to do a fantasy podcast? I think that would be fun. If you would listen, comment below. Sure. Yeah, we're gonna have to figure out something to do on the off weekend in uh, in April. Probably shoot the outdoor uh, show. Oh yeah! Wow, we gotta know if Hurley was gonna be coming over or not. Yeah. So anyway, um, speaking of speaking of business here, we. All right, all right, that's enough. Uh, so speaking of business here, like Cole said, make sure to like, comment, and subscribe down below. We need about another 170 subscribers to get to that 1,000 mark. Once we reach that 1,000 mark, there will be a giveaway. So make sure you keep tuning in to find that out. Um, again, follow us on all the major. Uh, follow us on all the major social media networks: Twitter, Instagram, Facebook. Um, and then uh, you can watch us on here, Facebook, listen on iTunes or SoundCloud if you want to. And we will see everyone next week from uh, Daytona next week. So thanks for tuning in, and we'll see you later.